Hello, everyone. Welcome to Once in a Lifetime, a podcast where we talk about really good Lifetime movies. I'm Bridget. And I'm Anne. Uh, and this week, on our very first episode, we watched Death of a Cheerleader. Two Deaths Both of, them. of a Cheerleader. <laughs> 1994 and 2019, baby. Oh, so good. This is a nostalgic one for me because I used to watch the OG with my grandma. She was a real lifetime lady. So I was very excited to do this. I had not seen the new one until today. Same. I just watched it yesterday. And I also had seen the 1994 one many, many times. I way prefer the 1994 one. And I have a hot take. I prefer the newer one. <gasps> Tell me why. <laughs> okay, so for people who don't know, because people are going to listen to this, right? Yeah. Uh, this movie is about a girl who wants to be cool so bad that when the cool girl isn't nice to her, she kills her. Um, I liked in the new one that they gave us more backstory for all the characters. Like they showed us, the popular girl at home and like uh-huh. how hard she was pushed by her parents. They showed us like the goth girls background a little bit. And I also feel like they didn't try to play up the sympathy for Bridget, the murderer. Why Can the- I call you Bridgie? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I said, uh, when they said that, I was like, no one has ever asked if they could call me that. And they always do. Oh my God. Bridgie. That's awful. Ridgy boo. Oh, gross. I, I like the first one because, well, there are aspects of the second one I like, but overall I like the first one better. I feel like instantly in the new one, you don't like um, Bridget, which, I mean, she's a murderer, so maybe you're not supposed to like her so much, but like, Kelly Martin, she was like such a, you know, punky little like, oh, here we go. Like, I'm all peppy and cute and I just want people to like me. And she was really sweet. And like, I don't know. Well, that's what I mean. Like the first one, she plays that character so well that it almost feels like you're like, oh, I get it. She just wanted it so bad. <laughs> does it give her the right to murder someone? popular. That's all. And I mean, one of the Bobettes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you know this is based on a true story. Mm-hmm. The the newer movie that uses the Bobettes that was the actual name of the group that the those girls were Bobettes. Part of. <laughs> <laughs> the Bobbies for short. The Bobettes sounds like a like a girls acapella singing group. That's what I thought the Larks was going to be in the first one. The Larks? weird. But wasn't the Larks the... It, it's like the same as the Bobettes, but they changed the name. Yeah. And that makes it sound like a choir. Yeah. So I don't know why they did that. Not that Bobettes means anything. It doesn't mean like altruistic uh, <laughs> <laughs> charitable activities. <laughs> Which, by the way, in the new one, in order to be part of this group that does all this good stuff, you have to pretend to be homeless and beg for money. Begging for money from strangers coming off of a bus. 
And then what yeah. did they do with the money? She was like, it's $5 enough. And they're like, yeah, I guess so, Bridget. I guess $5 in panhandling money is enough. Like, yeah, there was no reason for that. Where they uh, that money? <laughs> no. <laughs> Probably had to pay back the store. They stole the like nightgown and giant cardigan she was wearing. She was wearing like an old lady nightgown. Why? <sighs> Why did Bridget in the new one dress like a Sunday school teacher? I know it was supposed to be the 80s. First off, those every single girl looked like she could have been present day. Like if I agree. Any of them showed up on an Instagram, I'd be like, yeah, that that fits. That works out. Like, and Bridget dresses like a Sunday school teacher. It's infuriating to me. When she goes to ask the yearbook teacher or whoever why she didn't make it on the yearbook <laughs> squad or whatever it's called, yearbook team, um, she is dressed like a reporter from the 1920s. Like, what is this outfit? No girl would wear this. No, no. Her wardrobe makes more sense with the mom from the first movie because the mom from the first movie is like very pious and like oh sets a timer to say her rosary for a she certain amount of time every day Harper. she was so <laughs> good she gave it to us in that movie like no she, she's good she didn't hold back she didn't hold back it was very exciting i forgot she was in that so i was like oh my god yes rhoda <laughs> <laughs> So Tori Spelling, of course, is the cheerleader in the first one. Mm-hmm. Lovely Tori Spelling. She got paid $100,000 for that that movie. That seems pretty good for 1994 Lifetime movie. Yeah, I know. I wanted, like, I wish there was some kind of resource where I could look up, like, what people were paid for their Lifetime movie roles. I bet it's okay right I mean obviously they're not making the big bucks but well yeah Andrew and I were talking about this the other day because I've been watching Lifetime Christmas movies as you do and Melissa Joan Hart is in a lot of them and he was like how much do you think she gets paid because it's enough to keep doing them but it also looks like they have no money for the actual movie. So like she's taking most of the she budget for her. <laughs> yeah. It's I so she, interesting. I'll bet she's like a producer too. Um, she usually is. Yeah. I, do you know what the fuck a producer does? Like what's a producer? And do just have the money. I have no idea. Do I think so. I don't And you know. like call the shots. Maybe. I don't know. I don't get it. Like, and there's always so many of them. So many. You can be like an executive producer, but only for like one scene, I guess. And then you get a credit. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's so. Yes. Agreed. Agreed. I have no idea. Um, let's see. Oh, Kelly Martin um, is in the first one. I love Kelly Martin. She was a big part of my childhood growing up. She was kind of like the the girl next door that I was always like, oh, I relate to that one. Like, she's she's cute, but she's not threateningly pretty, and she's sweet, and everyone mm-hmm. seems like her. And like that's that's kind of like where I was. I wasn't a 
a lovely young lady. Like I was a fucking cute, nice, weird, good kid. So I was like, oh yeah, that Kelly Martin, I get her. <laughs> yeah, she's relatable. She's like uh, the most American version of a British TV star. Like, oh, that person looks believable as a human being. She's like, she's like Marianne from the Babysitter's Club, but a real person. Oh, that's perfect comparison. Like that, yes. She should have been Marianne. Remember Life Goes On, that show that she was on? Oh, I sure do. I wonder if we can find that. Porky was near and dear to my heart. Hell yeah. I didn't realize until like two years ago that Patty Lupone was the mom on that show. (laughs) What? (laughs) Yes, I know. Oh man, I got to revisit. Now it makes me want to rewatch it because she's awesome. Um, Tori Spelling. She is awesome. I thought Tori Spelling was like a real B in this movie. Like you were kind of like, I'm not really too upset that you're dead. Like you were kind of a bitch to everybody. They made her a monster. She was so, I mean, just a horrible person. Like reading somebody's fucking diary, like out on a ski. That's so rude. That is like, and bitch, I do think did that to her. She would, she would not allow yeah. that. No, not okay. I do think it's funny that the page she happened to open up to was about her. <laughs> like, how often is Monica or whatever her name is writing in her diary about how much she hates story spelling? I really loved the Monica character in the new one, Nina. I Nina? wanted her hair. Oh my God. I was like, I want to be best fucking friends with Nina. And her mom is so cool. And their house was amazing. I was like, shit, Nina, your mom is awesome. Like, her mom was like, hey, I'm fine with your fucking hair and your tattoos and piercings, but you better just be home by midnight. No daughter of mine staying out late. Be a fucking weirdo, but you're home at a reasonable hour in our gorgeous home. Like, yeah. stood up for her when the She was a great came. mom. Oh, my God. She's like, you're going to have to get a warrant, buddy. I know how the law works. I have a cute short. I know. I love when the cop was like, uh, I'm just doing my job. And she was like, so am I. Please leave. Yeah. Get the fuck out. Paper, son. Oh, she was great. I loved Nina. I loved Nina. And I wonder, too, if in real life, like, there was a character like that or a person like that who was kind of, like, looked at as a suspect. Because that character's in both of the movies. She is. And it feels very, like, of the 90s, like, the satanic panic. Like, that girl had black hair and she wore all black, so she clearly was the killer. Nina did kind of a 180 real quick, it seemed like. She just all of a sudden came to school one day and was like, yeah, I'm really goth now. Like, (laughs) all of a sudden, just... That's it. I'm a new, I'm a new person. Um, I thought the way they portrayed like the way girls get along uh, was better in the new movie. And so the only time we see, what's the popular girl's name in the new movie? Kelly. 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 The only time we see Kelly be kind of mean is to Nina. 
And she's really just hurt because Nina decided she hated them. Yeah. And was like being kind of a bitch to her. Yeah. Kelly. That is the only time she's mean. Kelly was really, I just felt bad for her. Like, cause she, like you said, her parents, she's under a lot of pressure. Like she goes to a competitive high school. Like she's captain of the swim team. She's made the cheerleading squad. She's getting really good grades. She seems like a very good, sweet daughter. And like, she's not mean. She's not like a bitch really or anything like that. She might be a little stuck up, but I mean, guess what? That's what happens when you grow up in a fucking rich area like that. And a thousand percent. I mean, yeah. Kelly in the new one was, I, I was like, oh no. No, poor Kelly. But with Tori Spelling. I and was, she was like, do it. when Bridget tricks her and they think that she thinks that they're going to a party and then Bridget, like, speaking of turning on a dime, like, loses her goddamn mind. Oh, my God. And she's just like, hey, um, it seems like you don't really want to be my friend. You just want to, like, use me or be me or something and you're freaking me out. So bye. Yeah. And then she's, following her in the car that part was free that was like full-on horror movie and poor kelly was just like stop following me you are scaring me you fucking nutbag oh my goodness i also liked that she played that like she was genuinely terrified and like freaking out whereas tori spelling is just like what are you doing you're so weird yeah my friend i need a ride because my friend is being fucking weird over there yeah kelly was like um my friend is like losing her mind i cannot be around her because she's not so but so (laughs) freaky freaky let's see what else happens oh uncle phil from fresh i and i wrote uncle phil in all caps somewhere (laughs) (laughs) um yeah and then in the new one kelly martin comes back and plays that role which was awesome that was pretty cool you're right she does look exactly the same i don't know the other night i texted bridget and i was like because i was looking at pictures of kelly martin and i was like she have work done she looks different but then Bridget was like, no, she looks exactly the same. And then after looking at more pictures of her, I was like, oh, no, she she does look exactly the same. She does. I loved the way that Tori Spelling, because she tells um, what's-her-face to, like, pull the car over when she gets in the car. And they need to stop because she's going to light a joint. She has to light but that sweet J. She holds it, like... Yeah. So far away from her face. Like, who doesn't? I've never seen anyone do that. Isn't that how you smoke, Joy? (laughs) I wouldn't know. You know what? I don't really know. I don't know. So, I don't know. Yeah, sorry I brought it up. We don't know what we're talking about. Yeah, she gets killed in both of the movies. I love so much how, like, Bridget wants to confess to her mom, right? (laughs) Mm-hmm. And this is after her friend is murdered, right? Nobody knows who the killer is. Bridget is very upset and, like, clearly wants to talk to your mom, to her mom. <laughs> and my In mom. both of the movies, the moms are like, mm, can it wait till after dinner? I'm kind of busy right now. And then they just fucking fall asleep and are just like, no, no, don't really. 
care enough to have a conversation with my kid. She has to write a letter to them. And so one thing that really bothered me about the first one is that she gives her mom this letter. She is visibly like she's been acting weird for a long time. It's been like months. She gives you a letter and she's like, okay, well, uh, anyway, I gotta go runs out of the house. And the mom's like, well, I'll just do the dishes and then I'll set my prayer timer for yep. 45 minutes and me, then I'll read the letter. Let me do my devotionals. Ugh. I was like, what kind of mom wouldn't be like, okay, she gave this to me and I'm immediately reading it because right. and like, oh, tell me what's going on. She wanted to talk to me about something important last night and I fell asleep instead. Like this, I should probably read what this is. It must be important. But first, prayers. First, prayers. God. <laughs> You're wearing that t-shirt right now, but first, prayers. It's your favorite shirt. <laughs> I know. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, okay. So my favorite detail from this entire story, which I looked up the real story. This is a true detail that there was just a knife in the car because her sister loved vegetables and would sometimes just chop vegetables in the car. That is so weird. I was trying to like talk about how strange this is. And, I, and Andrew, my fiance was like, I don't know. I can see if like I was super into eating vegetables. I just want to like have a knife on hand. I'm like, it's a butcher knife. You would have like a paring knife. Maybe. The first first movie was more of like a paring knife. It was a smaller knife. Yeah, it was. No, it wasn't. She's got a cucumber and she's like (laughs) holding the knife out. You're right. Because when she's washing it off, it's pretty, it's a pretty big knife. You're right. And she's like just slicing into a cucumber while she's driving. Like you're going to cut yourself. It's just not a very good car food. Like, also, you want to dip that cucumber in something. What do you, you have like one of those little individual like hummus packets or something next to you while you're driving in a cup holder? Like, what are you doing? Why are you eating a cucumber that's not and even also sliced? It could be a good car food because all you have to do is hold it in your hand and take a bite of it. Like, you don't have to cut it. You could There's eat no- like a cob of corn. <laughs> no, you <laughs> more like a corn dog. You wouldn't like all that. Keep going. Yeah, you- <laughs> you- <laughs> 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 Sorry. Oh, poor listeners. There's no visual medium for this. So you did not get to see the cool thing I just did. Oh, I love the. Um- she like Nina in the new one when she meets that guy who's just like out of nowhere out in the high school sports field. So um, but she like pulls out this bag right after he like hands her a joint, and I thought it was like Coke or something. No, no, it's just diet pills. <laughs> like and she was acting like it was like such a. Yeah, they're diet pills. And then she was like, what, you think I'm going to just give them to you? Hell no, fucker. Like, you're going to make me, I'm going to make you pay for these diet (laughs) pills. Like, go to CVS if you need somebody. Uh, Yeah, and then later they were like, everyone knows she's been dealing those pills. (laughs) Why? You can literally, in the 90s, you could literally just walk into CVS. Just go buy them. 
You can probably don't un- buy some form of them now. Oh, for sure. For sure. They're just not like actual speed <laughs> available at the pharmacy. Man. Right. Wouldn't that be nice? You could just go to CVS and be like, I just need a little upper, just a bit. <laughs> like the pharmacist is like, there you go. Have some speed. Um oh, who did in the new movie? Kelly's mom, who did she remind you of? Um, I don't know. She reminded me of Jennifer Coolidge without plastic oh. surgery. <laughs> like, that's what she would have looked like had she that gotten a bunch of surgery. is so true. Yeah. Weird. I like that actress. She was good. Uh, my heart broke when yeah. she was, like, trying to make the bed all perfect after yeah, her daughter died. I was, I was like, sad. <laughs> the acting was definitely better in the second one by far by far i i was very amazed that she was only in prison for seven years but then i was like oh well she was a juvenile when she did this so of course she's not gonna get a crazy insane sentence but seven years still does not seem like a very long time i know and i yeah i feel like they they could have gotten premeditated murder with that. I don't like that's she had to like get up, get, get the weapon out of her car, go up. Like she was following her. That was premeditated baby. That was for sure. Yeah. And I guess I was thinking, and she planned it like fully, but no, she had this weird idea to like pretend there was a party and then, I don't get what her plan was. She just wanted her to be friends. You're not giving me a chance to just be friends with you. <laughs> I'm totally normal and cool. You would really like me. Oh, yeah. I Like, was she going to drive to a place? Or just be like, oops, I got lost. But we had so much fun anyway. Right, really. The real treasure was the friendship we made along the way. <laughs> There was nothing to suggest that Kelly didn't like her. Like, she was perfectly nice to her in all of their interactions until she picked her up in the car and she was like, oh, it's you. What the heck? Well, and also, though, she was she just talked to Trish and knew there wasn't a fucking dinner going on. So already she's probably like, what the fuck is going on? Like, Trish knows nothing about this. And then this girl and this. Was that a wig that Bridget was wearing? Because goddamn, that was a hair. It had to be. It had to be a wig. It was bad. It was that was a bad hairstyle. That was bad. Well, it felt. It went really well with her outfits. I mean, it did. (laughs) So dowdy. Like I just feel like she should have one of those like wooden pointers that all the old teachers used to use when I was in elementary school like with the little rubber tip like to like whack the blackboard with or whatever like that's what she should have been walking down the hall with and that in a bible under her fucking arm for sure it also didn't make any sense to me and I'm sure this is based in the true story because they tend it tends to be pretty true to the story but She's, like, so excited to hang out with this very popular girl. She's going to make her her friend. And she wears sweatpants 
And like a ratty t-shirt. Oh my God. I mean, it's what I would probably wear, but I'm also. But you would never lure someone out of their house because you were like desperate to be their friend. (laughs) You would have to be like dragged out of your house. I know. I would. I would. She, She was a weirdo. She's a nurse now living in like Oklahoma with her husband and kids. I saw that. It made me think of um, the girls from Heavenly Creatures or whatever that story is based yeah. on. Because didn't one like get out and then change her name, become a famous writer? She was an something? author. Yeah. So crazy. And, and uh, that Carla Homolka that from Canada, the one who uh, it was like the Ken and Barbie killers. Oh. She's just like a mom who volunteered, like, there was this big hullabaloo because she was like volunteering at her kid's school or something. And parents got wind of who she was. Cause she has a completely different name now. And some parents like figured out who she was and they were like, fuck, no, she's not volunteering at this school. Absolutely. I would not. lose my mind. I know. I know. It's nuts. It's so nuts. That is bonkers. Can you imagine though? Like, Reassimilating back into society after you've killed someone and spent time in prison for it. Like, that is a whole life of mindfuck. Absolutely. And I feel like, I do feel like it would be easier for a woman to do it because you could just like change your name and people wouldn't expect that of you, I guess. But that's how do you like go to bed at night and you're not like, Remember when I stabbed that girl? Do you feel, right. Well, and also, like, do you feel like you have stabbed a girl and spent time in prison for it? Should you, like, be able to be a nurse? I don't know if I would be comfortable. Gosh, I didn't think about that, but that is alarming. Like, knowing that my, like, a nurse who's taking care of me, if she, like, brutally stabbed someone to death when she was a teenager... That'd be kind of weird, huh? <laughs> well, we know we know that there have been many nurses who have like murdered lots and lots of patients, babies, right. and whatever. So, it, yeah, I would be like, no, you can't be a nurse. Yeah, I you have too much power, right? And I don't think like she it, would kill somebody again. But it's just a we. I don't know. It just kind of be. It seems like I don't know. Maybe. Maybe that job isn't, shouldn't be high up on the list of. Not the best idea. Writer makes more sense. You can do that. Yeah. From anywhere. Like a little cabin in the woods where you don't interact with people. Doesn't um, Amanda Knox like work in some little bookstore or something now? Probably. I've always thought Amanda Knox was totally innocent. So. Me too. Did you watch that documentary or whatever with her interview? (sighs) Yeah, it was like a few years ago, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did. I followed her trial, like her story since the beginning. Like I remember when it first happened and I was like, whoa, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, here? same. She, I was, I was like, it's clear that she's innocent. It's clear she had nothing to do with this. And I can't believe that she was like in prison in a foreign country. Like, mm-hmm. And they were no, like, it's crazy. Nope, sorry, you're guilty. 
even though our evidence and investigation was 1000% bullshit and clearly the chief of police is just a total ass bag. Mm -hmm. Such a weird detail from that story is like that, that guy like used their bathroom to take a shit and then just didn't flush and left. Like that's the guy who did it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Only a sociopath would take a shit in someone else's home and not not flush it. I know. Oh my God. It's so crazy. It's so crazy. Oh boy. We gotten very off track. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> it's all true crime, baby. Gotta, gotta get back, get back on that Bobette train. <laughs> Bobette. Oh boy. I feel like I used to have an album from like a sixties. Well, it was made in the two thousands, but like they were trying to be a sixties girl group and it was called the Pipettes. And so that's all that's, that's a horrible name. They had a song that was like, we are the pipettes. Are pipettes or pipettes like the things you use in science? That- I think so. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. No, no. Well, I have no more notes on this. I really loved it, though. Both viewings were good. I just really liked the first one. I, yeah, I mean, I love both of them, but as far as like a well-made movie, I thought the second one was better. Just the storytelling and the character work and the fact that they like gave the mom a reason to wait so long for reading the letter. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, promise you won't read it for half an hour. Bye. Like At least there was something there for the mom to be like okay I'm keeping my word well that's nice of her I wouldn't keep my word with that as soon as she's out of the house I'm like e what do you what does it say because what does the half hour do now you're just sitting for an extra half an hour agonizing over what your mom's gonna say like in your school gymnasium why was she there was it summer why was no one there I don't know I did you have like pep rallies and shit in high school no, but I went to an all-girls school, so I assumed that was why. Maybe. I, we must have, but I don't really quite remember. Um, also, in the second one, they, like, make them do their cheerleading tryouts in front of the entire school. And then okay. announce <laughs> who got on the squad over the PAs. <laughs> I thought that was insane. That's so rude. And in the first one, I thought Kelly Martin was better than Tori Spelling in her yeah, audition. She was. She was. I really, and maybe that was the point. Maybe. That, that she was better, but Tori Spelling still got it. I'm not going to give it that much credit. I really liked, in the second movie, Kelly's song choice. It was awesome. It was a real peppy, upbeat. Not a song you would associate with, like, a cheerleading routine. But... No. <laughs> like go for it girl you do you get it (laughs) oh boy I um I love that 90s tv movie style that they do where they show you the crime or like the thing at the beginning and then they're like and this is how it happened Mm -hmm. I love that too it's so good lifetime movies I don't know. There's just something so like 
you just know instantly in the first two minutes, you're like, oh, this is, I know what this is. I'm so, yep. <laughs> I, can't wait to watch. I cannot wait to watch more. I'm very excited. I'm very excited. I, um, yeah, I remember watching them all the time in college because it was, I didn't have cable until I was in college. So like discovering Lifetime was a big deal. (laughs) Um, Is there one you're really excited to watch? I don't even know. Okay. So Anna, Anna and I are using the Lifetime Movie Club. So I don't know if this one's on there, but one of my favorites is Speak with Kristen Stewart which is based on a book by Lurie Halls Anderson. That's like genuinely one of my favorite, like really good uh-huh. Lifetime movies. It's so good. Um, I don't know. I really love the cheesy Christmas ones. Like I just watched A Very Nutty Christmas with Melissa Joan Hart and Barry Watson, um, a true gem. Um, yeah, I don't know. What about you? Are there any that you're like... I like the crime ones. Those are the ones that my grandma and I would always watch or like the murder ones. There's one, I always forget the name of it, but it's with Delta Burke. And (gasps) her son is like abusive towards her. He's like a teenager. And so she's like dealing with being abused by her son. Oh God. Really good. And then I wonder if the OG Lifetime movie, The Burning Bed, is available on there. The one with Farrah Fawcett and she's the abused woman. And then she oh. sets her husband on fire in the bed. Oh yeah. Yes. I remember that. Um, one. Oh, I just thought of another one and then I lost it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. Um, I also love the, like the, um, just like watching young women like destroy <laughs> destroy a man that <laughs> really yeah. brings me a lot of joy yeah it's fun I was looking through the, some of the titles and I was like "Ooh, that looks that looks fun that looks exciting there's that one oh. Tony Danza come on yes I'm very excited about <laughs> that one um and have you seen the Nev Campbell Amish one that one sticks out to me as a Ooh, you know what I think it might be ringing a couple bells. Might be ringing a good one. Bells. I wish there was like a search feature. I don't understand why there isn't like a, you can't like. There is. Oh, not on mine. What? No, so, maybe on mine. <laughs> yeah, if you just like go all the way up, there's like search. Oh, okay. Well, then I lied about everything. So never mind. <laughs> never mind. That's Let how me. I figured out recipe for seduction was not on there. What the hell? Like, put that up immediately. What are you doing? That's what we're paying for. I know. This is why we split a $24 <laughs> lifetime subscription for the year. For a 15-minute <laughs> Colonel Sanders movie. That's right. Sexy Colonel Sanders. <laughs> sexy Sanders. <laughs> like, sexy Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy. Tis the season for sexy Flanders. <laughs> it is. It is. So yeah, I don't really have anything else to say about it. Yeah, no. Good stuff. Do recommend. Yeah. Watch too. both of them. All right. Cool. Don't blame all Bridgets. Not all Bridgets. Bridgies. Hashtag not all Bridgies. Not all Bridgies. <laughs> <laughs> don't burn your Bridgies. 
<laughs> oh no. Bridgie, that's so horrific. If someone ever uh, called me Bridget and my or Bridgie and my name was Bridget, I'd probably punch someone in the face. And well, my mom calls me that. So <laughs> she's allowed to call you whatever she wants. You can't punch your mom that's in the true. face. No, and I wouldn't. I'm not Delta Burke's son. No, I know you're not. God, I wish. <laughs> forget the name of that movie. And the kid was like in in like Disney shows too. I think like I think he's like an what? actor you might recognize. So I'll find out what it is and we'll watch that one soon. Yes, yes, I yes. So I love it like four times a year because I talk about it all the time and I never. <laughs> I constantly am looking it up. It's gonna be something that has too many words in it because all the titles are just like, up right now. Hold on, a murder in my house. Delta Burke Lifetime Achievement Award. Son, <laughs> dangerous child. <laughs> <laughs> I was wrong. That's the perfect amount of words. That's a good. It's good. I'm excited. I'm ready. I'm ready. Yes. Well, All right. So I'm not going to do that. Maybe I'll watch a Lifetime movie or I'll watch Repair Shop. I cannot get it. Uh, so. Yes. People, if you don't know about Repair Shop, you're not living. Who's your favorite? Oh, Will. Oh, my God. I would. The young. Will, that guy should start a fucking YouTube channel where he reads children's books or something because his voice is like no honey it's so beautiful it's so beautiful listening to I know I'm just like oh my god well I love um Kirsten the ceramics lady I know her voice the patience of a saint but like I I know just watching her it's amazing and then I love um Sonez, is that how you say her name? The one who does the chair reupholstery? Oh, yeah, she's cool, too. I love her. I love her. I just think that show is just... It's even... Like, dare I say, a little better than Bake Off? Because there's no competitive edge with it it's just like you don't have to feel sad about anything no it's <laughs> no not, one's going home it's not stressful because you know they're going to get it done the right way and it's going to be wonderful no matter what happens so like even if there is a little moment of like oh dear like we can't match the fabric color to this <laughs> teddy bear you're like you're, you're going to you're gonna you know what you're gonna do you're gonna put it in some coffee and that's how you're gonna get that perfect yep. you're gonna put it in a strong tea worry. and it's gonna look don't great. worry it's just so <laughs> wonderful oh god just thinking about it i'm like <laughs> melting so i guess puddle. we're both gonna go watch some more repair shop yes. and uh, <laughs> we'll see you guys next time all right bye everyone bye <laughs>